Right, well, welcome back to another fascinating episode of the From the Pub podcast. Uh, my name's Ethan Williams, Charlie Hamilton next to me as always, and um, really has been uh, another pretty pretty big week um, around the world for, for some key global events. Um, and so we've got a pretty packed show for you today. Um, obviously not discussing any of those, but but more moving on with our usual program of uh, rambling and debating um, fairly irrelevant subjects um, and topics. And uh, on that note, Charlie, you've got something to start us off with? Oh, mate, I would, uh, hello everyone, just quickly, uh, it's good to be back, and um, I have a lovely, lovely topic to start us off, oh, just, 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 for the, uh, just for the listeners out there, um, me, me, and, uh, me and my good friend Ethan here have, a, uh, have an umpire that we, <laughs> that we believe <laughs> is incredibly poor in the scene of cricket, and so Joel Wilson, <laughs> you've done it again, all right? <laughs> mate it was actually brilliant it was um because australia had a terrible start to their world cup and um steve smith and david warner have both been given absolute howlers <laughs> that when that when reviewed are so unbelievably close to missing the stumps that <laughs> they have to go with the on-field decision and it is an unbelievable piece of work from Joe Wilson that Steve Smith and David Warner got out in pretty quick succession. So yeah, shout out Joe Wilson and uh, thanks for doing it again. Joe Wilson, mate. Oh, what a player. What a player. <laughs> mate, not, many, not, that, many, mate. not many world podcasts that claim to be about news and sport would have started this week with Joe Wilson. That's what we're all <laughs> about, mate. Do you know what I mean? No, he's, indeed, again, he's, got, he's got to have his, his word, mate. Mate, indeed, but he's one of the hot topics, you know. Yeah, no, speaking of speaking of doing it again, mate. Um, oh, no. did, did you see the John Fury fight on Saturday night? Oh wait, no, no, sorry. I mean the Tom Fury fight. Yeah, John mate, Fury. If it had been John Fury, I'd have tuned in. But no, I, 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 I saw the highlights, mate. I saw the highlights. Oh my god, I texted you during it, mate. I, I'm not joking. So I was on the bus back from some fucking shitter football match in God knows where, and um. I'm watching this fight on on the laptop and and you know on some very reputable streaming website. Um, and then I've 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 watched the, the the Logan Paul fight, which was a complete waste of time. Um, Dylan Dennis, mate, shout out for for all the promotion over the last six months. But you, you might have turned up a little bit more than that. Um, basically, did nothing. I think he threw nine punches in the entire fight, which is a pretty good effort, um, mate. Mate, the only clip I saw of that one was, was Logan Paul wrestling him to the ground in a boxing match and then punching him while he's on the floor. Yes. So yeah. That was a highlight for me, mate. That was scrap, all the security going mental. Yeah. That was that was pretty much that fight. That was all you needed to know about it. And the next one comes on, right? And you're all getting ready, all the atmosphere. And the guy goes, oh, here we go. Right. The, the fires are ready. And Tommy Fury's music starts playing. And you you see the tunnel picture. And it's sort of Tommy Fury with his crew. And then John Fury just barges everyone out of the way to get to the front. And then they're walking sort of like side by side with it. And eventually John Fury obviously just went, oh, mate, I'll take, I'll take this one. And sort of leads Tommy up to the exit door, like, like in front of him, like with his chest puffed out, like as if he's fighting. I mean, just, you can't make up with this bloke. You literally mate, can't make up. The amount of money I'd pay to see that uh, John Fury Mike Tyson. Yeah, I mean that would be all time. He'd get absolutely battered, but he's like, "Mate, I'm a fighting man." Yeah, I'll give anyone a scrap if they want it, mate. <laughs> exactly, mate. Anyone. Do you want some? I'll give it. Yeah. You want some? <laughs> Do you want some? 
I'll give it you. Yeah. Oh, cheers, 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 big John. You uh, to be fair, mate, he, he made he made that whole build up more watchable. I think. Oh, for sure. <laughs> without, yeah. Without him, it'd have been it'd have been nothing. I'd oh, love to see a few. I'd love to see a few more tables turned over at future press conferences. To be honest, yeah, for no real reason. Yeah, that's someone is absolutely and clearly battered. Yeah. Just going mental. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, didn't he, he? Mate, he, he wants to listen to genuine questions. You know, everyone yeah. just bring the dads out and just go absolutely mental. Yeah, yeah just get John Fury on, mate. That's basically yeah, exactly. <laughs> basically, could have himself a few media deals. Actually, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, mate, I'm sure he could. Mate, sure everyone would be loving to hear what he has to say. You know. Yeah. No, fascinating bloke, isn't he? Actually. Um, you know. Mate, I did see one of his past fights actually, and um, on on uh, on TikTok, and he just gets battered. <laughs> the poor lad after get, I bet he gave it massive in the in in the build up. Yeah. No, I should imagine he did. So to get absolutely torn apart and then flattened in in like round two. Mm. So yeah, cheers, Big John. You sound like you're a good boxer. You know. Always good. <laughs> Always good when 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 people back up their chat. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, it's also been a busy week. That that Francis and Ganu bloke that Tyson mm. Fury's gonna fight. He's had a tough week. You see? No, I didn't, mate. Uh, he um he was trying to go into a a bank or a shop of some description, and um I think it was a push, and he thought it was a pole or something, and so he's gone up <laughs> to this door and just you know. Heavyweight fighter strength, giving it a little tug, and the whole thing shattered in his hand. Mate, that is proper. You know, you, you know, you're an absolutely huge bloke. Where it doesn't matter no, whether exactly. it's a push or a pull, you're going through. Exactly, it's, it's that moment of like the sort of didn't realize my own strength bit, where he's just stood there with a sort of handle in his hand, staring at a broken glass door, going, "Oh shit, man." Oh, mate, I'll tell you oh, what man. that reminds me of. <laughs> Talking of whole, just having just having the handle in your hand. It's, it's one time me and Ethan was out on the golf course with a with a good friend of ours. <laughs> and he sets up for a, for a par three shot. Absolutely pures it. All of a sudden we hear this. And you look at him and he's just holding the shaft in his hand. Yeah, but he's yeah. just staring down the ball. Yeah. And you see how the are running down the ball. Yeah, yeah, we we're, we're all looking at the club head, and he's sort of staring the shot up and down with the flag, like, mate, like, mate, mate I, your club's broke. Mate, I seem to remember he actually stuck it on the green as well. Fair play. Oh, to he did, and, he, and then he did the same thing with that club again about a week later. It was, it was good, good value, mate. Yeah, oh, good player, Rory. Actually, good, good player. Yeah, really good player. Really good player. Oh, it's busy, mate. Not quite a single handicap as that we are, mate. But oh, you know. no, no, mate. no, no, not many can be though. In fairness, mate. Well, no, it doesn't quite have our mentality, you know, when it comes to the game of golf. Well, he's given us a lot of entertainment over the years. He has, he has. Time. He's not there to play well, is he? Makes up for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we will not be mentioning on the podcast some of the some of the names he calls himself. No, no. would be inappropriate. And, and and indeed his equipment. And the the, the one of the, my favourite days of him was when he was struggling with his putters. So he went out and bought a. Tailor made spider, <laughs> yeah, like two hundred quid, yeah, two hundred quid job. Misses the first part and just blames it on the putter. Mm. <laughs> and start saying, "Mate, I think I'm going to start not lining up my putts and like not taking practice swings because I saw these 
nuts. I was not these nuts there, but actually practice swings make you less likely to hold it. <laughs> yeah, and then he proceeded to miss the next one as well. <laughs> oh, he did, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he, he should have taken a leaf out of those two. Um, if you're a golfer at Royal Winchester, you don't need to buy golf equipment. Apparently, you can just walk in and nick it, just shove it down and, <laughs> yeah. and walk out of the shop. I don't know. I don't know how many, I'm sure some of the listeners will have seen that clip because it went pretty damn viral on TikTok. I made it all the way out to the US, like just on general platform. Like it didn't get sent to me. I just saw it and went, fucking hell, that's, that's Royal Winch. But if you haven't seen it as a clip on, on YouTube from security camera, these two sort of, what, 70-year-old blokes? Yeah. But yeah. old blokes. Middle age, late middle age. They wandered into the pro shop at Royal Winchester and picked up a couple of brand new partners and just, shoved them down their trousers and walked out no no, there's there's no gloves there's no masks there's no hats they're just sort of in the open like in pure view of the security camera just just shoving these partners down their trousers and wandering out the shop and you know for a few days uh, it was a pretty good um pretty good little scam there but unfortunately Mm. we're not in uh, 1965 anymore and so the old cctv got them in the end Indeed, mate. To be fair, bl- bloody good robbery that. Take a couple of new putters. How, m- how much do you reckon you're earning from those two? Well, mate, I if you if you sell a brand new one on eBay, probably what one sixty, one seventy. Yeah, two- unfortunately, they're probably now in the clink, mate. <laughs> they might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah a bit of a clink situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, cheers, lads. Might have been John Fury actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, John Fury could bat them if he had to, mate. That's, yeah. the, main, that's the main thing to remember. Don't worry about that. Don't worry oh, about that. Mate. that. But it is crazy when you see your, your home club go viral on a video. Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 Mate, I, thought we was gonna go that magnitude. I thought we were going to go viral for most most crow damage at a golf course all time. You what? Say again. I thought when we went viral, it would be for having the most crow damaged fairways of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or most, most old people. <laughs> or going viral for those... Those three blokes who walk past the uh, course close sign and into the fog. Yeah. <laughs> and to play around round of golf after being told a couple of times to come back in. And then we yeah, thought, we, we, thought we were out of range. Yeah, no, no, we did. <laughs> Our theory was that we were safe because the fog was so thick, the pro shop couldn't see us. That, that was always, it was good logic, that. Yeah. No, no, that was a tough day out. Yeah. Pleased I went, pleased I came for it, actually. You know? It was a bit of a tough day out, that, mate. Mm. It was, it was, but you know, you, you know, you got to do, mate, in those situations. So I can just roll with the punches, mate. Got to roll with the punches. <laughs> I can see on your face the little the, <laughs> when you noticed that. Oh, I could drop in a banger here, mate. <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was, it was good banter, mate. Well done. Teed up, teed up, mate. Teed up. Um, do you watch the game last night? Um, I saw the highlights again, mate. I um, I'll be interested to hear your views, actually. On, a, on 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 Gareth, I did see a comment from from um, Slabhead, Harry Maguire. Oh, that um, that I, I saw a comment from him saying uh, proper England fans don't boo. You know, oh, really? so I'm not not a huge fan of that comment, considering he's a player. You know, not not a fan. Yeah, but uh, yeah, interesting to hear your thoughts on uh, on 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 GS Gareth Southgate, mate. Uh, well, I think my thoughts on Gareth Southgate are quite well uh, publicised at this point. Um, anyone who's listened to any of the podcast anthology um, will have a pretty good idea of my thoughts on the bloke, um, which is to say that he's um, incompetent and fairly useless and has sort of stumbled his way into uh, an excellent job. Um, 
I think he's a great bloke. We know we uh, we've established that. Um, I, I think he he works hard. I think he um, stands up for the right things off the field, that kind of thing. Um, but just as a manager, I think he's inept. Um, and the fact that he's still playing Jordan Henderson is is to me the, the biggest symbol of that. Um, so sit there and complain about fans booing all you like, but to be fair, that they're 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 paying the money to go and see the team play, and when they go and see the team play, they don't want to watch Jordan Henderson play. Um, so if you ask me, they got every right to boo, you know. Yeah, mate. Um, did you see the video of Henderson playing in front of a, a, a of a stadium with I'm not even joking about ninety blokes. <laughs> oh, really, like a full stadium, absolutely empty, with about 50, 50, uh, 50 people there. That's good. Which, um, that, that was for went over there. Abby Faki or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good club, really good club, actually. Yeah, good manager as well out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so that was our. I think we've said this on the show before. The, the 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 dawning theory that Saudi Arabia League can't be that good if Steven Gerrard could still get a job. That's that's sort of my mm. my general two cents on that. Mm, of course, you know it's probably what yeah. he's saying. How, how on earth are the blokes who are locals there that actually understand him? <laughs> uh, literally, mate. Yeah. In the uh, in, in the uh, in the changing room. So having an absolute scouse accent, just mm. you know, you know, yeah. telling you what to do, and you just have absolutely no idea. Reminds me of the uh, Man City All or Nothing podcast when Pep Guardiola was audible about fifteen percent of the time he was speaking, and you sort of struggle to believe how any English player could understand what he was saying without subtitles. Yeah, and then and then he goes, guys, very happy, very happy. Guys, more than you believe. Very happy. Oh, mate, I've got some big news for you. Oh, yeah? Um, I saw this one on Twitter the other day. Um, I don't know, you might you might be a bit closer to the situation being in England right now, but um, I saw it the other day. A, a, a British cat broke the world record for the loudest purr of all time. Man, I think I heard it the other day, actually. Yeah, it might have been one of them things you could have heard anyway. 54.59 decibels. Yeah, well, if I knew anything about that unit, I'd uh, I'd be able to give you a good uh, good response, but it does sound pretty loud, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um the uh the, the cat owner was a woman called Nicole Spink. Mm. Good surname. Um, Great yeah. surname. Yeah. Um that there was a Guinness World Records adjudicator there with a, an acoustic engineer to measure it. Um and um yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, mate. Cheers, cheers for the cheers for the news report. Important <laughs> <laughs> stuff, mate. I did see Obviously. that and I thought, yeah, this is important stuff we've got to have on the podcast, mate. Mate, the thing is, I just I, I reckon if I went on BBC News now, it'd take me about three days to find that. And you've just been digging <laughs> and digging for the most irrelevant news. There's no chance have. that's on BBC News. Surely not. No, it can't be, mate. It cannot be. But no, I've, mate, I've got a whole list of. I should start tweeting these out on our own Twitter account, really. Yeah, but mate. mate I, I, I've sort of got a whole list of. Um, I've got a whole list of you know relevant news stories, really. Um, which, which honestly, um, as as one Ron Burgundy once said, you know, I think people in general are tired of being told what they need to hear and and would would rather just be told sort of stuff that's a bit more interesting you know what i mean instead of just having to roll with the punches of the real news you know 
Yeah, yeah, in, indeed. Just, just like, just like, I, all I wanted to find out today was, 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 was how loud the loudest purr is. You know, you well, might indeed, not... and and the thing is, there's, there's, there's so many news outlets that can tell you about, you know, the conflicts in the Middle East and and that that sort of serious stuff. But how many shows are there? Um, letting you know the sort of stuff we've just, just, just given you. Exactly. You know, we're 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 here to give you the irrelevant, relevant news. Mm. You know. Not just speaking, the relevant news. Speaking of, mate. Speaking of, oh, um, right. here we go. The dog's yeah, loud This is from America. This one. Um, this is a, an, a, a, an exclusive, sort of. Um, and uh, did you know um, that security cameras in a in a home in Connecticut, in the US, that's up in the Northeast. For anyone not familiar with American geography, um, a uh, a black bear broke in. And uh, nicked a lasagna from the freezer. It's a true story, mate. Started to run out of reactions to these, uh, <laughs> these, uh, these, these, these top tier news stories. But yeah, mate, I'd be absolutely fuming if a black bear came and took my lasagna, and I would, uh, would run out after it with a baseball bat, probably. Oh, good plan, mate. Good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, black, black bears mate. really aren't that scary, you know. If you think about it, if um, yeah, I'd, I'd batter it, you know. John Fury would batter it, mate. Yeah, yeah. Put put those two in a ring together. John Fury would that, that, that I would watch. That I would genuinely watch. I'd pay mate, a lot mate. of money to watch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, John Fury would do it as well. Oh, he would totally do it. You often it's, it's just more the ethics of getting the black bear involved. Really. Yeah, no, is that be the issue? Well, yeah. The black bear would just maul him, so it wouldn't be that. Yeah, bad. yeah. Mm, yeah. So really, you're just sort of putting John Fury's life in danger. Which, which, if they can get a contract signed, shock. They probably won't. Mate, can you imagine the press conference? John Fury sat across the table from a black bear <laughs> and he just <laughs> leaps it over. <laughs> if you want, the, Cam, the bear's taking the mick. I had to show him a lesson, mate. Mate, talk about unreal content. That would be that would be terrific, mate. Well, no, that's how I said I'd, 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 I mean, the, the Logan Paul KSI event was one of the biggest pay-per-view events of all time, which is incredible, mm. really. It was some of the worst fighting that uh, you could ever really hope to see. But um, I reckon John Fury versus a black bear would have a chance of um, would have a chance oh, of. Doing that. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And and the good news about their 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 pay per view stats is you really sort of you personally as well, you know, helped rise those pay per view stats with with the pay per view. I'm sure you you bought, and um, yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of others as well, you know. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to say thanks, thanks on behalf of, of of that that event for you for you paying, you know. No, Thank indeed, you, indeed, mate. No, I, I, you know, and I think um, it's always just nice to feel like you're making a contribution at times, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, mate. Yeah, but talk about the quality of the fighting, mate. There's so many people who are absolutely fuming <laughs> that they they'd paid the money, and then I'm not even joking. It was just sort of jab, jab. Miss a hook, clinch. Yeah, I'd love to know if there's anyone who tracks this. Talk about um, the Guinness World Record breaking uh, loudest purr. I'd love to know if they they keep stats for most clinches in a boxing fight. Mm. Or like, because that must have been it. I mean, they really couldn't have been anymore in a six round fight. I mean, I don't. It was literally. It was like two, three punches, and they were. Ever again, like I don't see how you could have had more in a single fight. Mm. Mate, I also wasn't a fan of the way um 
KSI. You know, you know, often when you lose a fight, you might be ah, oh, respect to the other guy. You well, know, well, well, well boxed. <laughs> he's just he's just taken the mic and gone robbery. Yeah. Robbery. I he's, deserve to win. Robbery. He's thick as rocks, KSI. It's one of those fights, to be fair, mate, where I think it was probably it was very marginal. All of the commentators were saying this, but I don't really understand how anybody could be upset if they mm. hadn't won the points decision in that fight because no one deserved to win it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, no, I, can, I don't know how he can sit there and say robbery because I don't know. I don't know what argument he can make about anything he's done to suggest that he should have won it. Yeah, other no, than the he, fact that he, he made it, he made a proposed pro boxer look absolutely terrible. And I guess well, just well, maybe yeah, on the background, that's probably what he's taking. No, no, so, and so I, I can understand that. It's like, I, I, and this is what I think everyone was kind of saying afterwards. It's like, well, all right, this is a massive knock for Tommy Fury because he's been made to look really, really average by this guy. But realistically, like I don't see how KSI can say, well, I should have won that fight. Mm. No, absolutely, mate. He, he, I think he was going on the fact that he, he was going on the fact that he didn't get hit. But then you're looking at him and you're going, okay, okay, mate. When when did you hit him? Exactly. <laughs> Other than when you yeah. were hugging him, you know. Well, and then, I... but then, but then the main point for him is the point deduction and you're looking at it and you're thinking right who's actually won this it's absolutely even and then there's a point deduction and then you sort of think okay maybe maybe he he has a he has a reason for thinking he's won purely on the fact that the other guy made a made a couple of mistakes in the round yeah i mean perhaps i i, I, I was just i think one of those things it's like it's like you have a like sort of boring nil nil draw in football you know so you just like, always saying like well, there's nil nils and there's nil nils well you take that boring one where nothing happens and it'd be like saying, well, oh, well, we, we should have been given a corner at the end and that <laughs> would have won us the game. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, like yeah. I don't see how anyone can stand there after that and go, well, I, I did enough to win that fight and I didn't, mm. you know, and, and it, yeah. I think, I mean, I don't know, I'm sure knowing boxing, I'm sure the Furies would have been going mental themselves if, if they had been on the losing side, but just, just like it, it felt like Tommy Fury won it from my sort of yeah. blind eyes watching, and um, and in the end it was just like, well, absolute shit boxing, mate. Like everyone's paid all this money, you've delivered a yeah. fucking awful fight. Can you just? Yeah. Oh, get mate, free now? mate. Tom, Tommy Fury is an absolute. I I can't even think of the word, but he 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 he. If he is to stand up there as a pro boxer, and represent the division <laughs> against. Yeah. a YouTuber and put on that display off, oh, mate. It's just, it just, it's just ruined how everyone sees pro boxing for a lot of, for a lot of, especially younger people who that is their first insight into, into professional boxing, you know? Uh, it, is, it is interesting with that whole YouTube series because you're right. It, it, it becomes an interesting thing for the sport because that is the insight into the sport that so many people are getting, you know, because, and, and this is where the, the general argument on the positive sense has been made as well. It, it's good for boxing because, Look at all these new fans that they're they're creating, but there is a bit of an issue really for the for the professional sport where if you create this impression amongst a generation of fans that that's what professional boxing looks like, yeah. That the Logan Paul, I mean, I'm, you know, I mean that was just a bunch of bollocks basically. It was a, it was a load of crap. You know, that wasn't even really a fight. Nine punches in six rounds. I mean, I could do that. 
Yeah, no, I don't absolutely. even mean that in like I know sometimes people sit there and, and well I could have scored that or whatever but like genuinely you put me in the ring I could run away for six rounds and wave my arm at Logan Paul nine times do you know what I mean like, <laughs> you started to sound like John Fury mate mate yeah, yeah. I'll get in there I could have done, done it mate no, no, but it's like, hey, it's get just, me in that ring the contribution that Dennis made to that fight just about oh. anyone could have done mm. do you know what I mean and, and so my and then, and then you go from that to that load of crap between the other two of just wave, wave, clinch, mm. clinch, 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 referee separated and right, wave. And, it, and it's like, what if that is what people think boxing is? And so you get a big fight come along finally. No one really, no one really asks because they aren't the people that they want to see. And the last fight they paid for was crap. Mm. Mate, I I, 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 I like to, I like to think of myself as a sort of pretty pretty decent boxing fan. You know, I, I tune in when there's a big fight going on, but I've yeah. I've tuned into more social media events, boxing events, because it just happens so much more often. We we have, we've had this debate a lot, but it's just ridiculous how the 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 professional boxing scene can just create such boring fights or none at all. Well, it's it is, yeah. It's where MMA have got something right because they've regulated it essentially yeah. under UFC where um, Dana White seems to be able to sort of dictate to the fighters when they fight a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and, and and that's what boxing's lost. And I don't know if it's because you've got the WBO and the IBF and all this kind of stuff going on. There's just a million different moving pieces. But it feels like at times because of that, there's just no continuity of like, well, you two fight now. Yeah, and it's sorted and it's happening in, in three months. It's like yeah. you do have to fight because he's the mandatory challenger. But hey, we'll give you a yeah. window of 12 months to figure it out before we take your belt away. Mm. You know, what if yeah. it was? What if it was? All right, Tyson, you got that belt, mate. You earned it. Well done. Um, the, he's your mandatory challenger. It's Anthony Joshua. And if you haven't done a fight in three months, we're taking it away. Yeah. You know, like, like, well, if that happened, uh, you know, you'd be interested to see what would what would come about and it also then gives an onus to the people who don't have the belts if you know what i mean because yeah but with them has to create has to get it going and it's just it's just a shame to me that there there isn't any regulation and, and sort of overarching body in boxing that that seems yeah. to be able to sort this stuff out it's, it's just how many good fights right. have there been in the last it, since the last fury wilder fight how many good fights have there been no literally none you know yeah. and sure. it's it is, mate. It's, it's pathetic. It is absolutely pathetic that someone could be called a world champion, and rejects fighting like pretty decent anyone. challenges. Anyone, exactly. Anyone, mate. They if won't fight anyone. Champion, yeah, exactly. If you're the world champion, it's because you're the best in the world. Right. Or it should be at least. And if you're the best yeah. in the world, there shouldn't be anyone who you can't fight. Yeah, mate. I, I wonder if I wonder if this sort of correlates with with the emergence of 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 MMA, as you said. Which is, back back in the day, the nutters would 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 take up boxing and just want to fight constantly. And nowadays, the nutters are just going to MMA and just trying to absolutely batter people to a pulp. You know, well, and no, all the people right. who that's take up boxing are looking more for 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 the money side of things. You know, that, that that's that's what it is. I mean, and 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 I think. I'm going to pull up the records here so we can have a look at them. Um, if you were going to have a wild guess, mate, what do you think Anthony Joshua's career record is? Uh, uh, I think I know he's lost two. I'm going to say he's he's won 
19 fights. Lost mm, two. A bit more than that. So he's had 29 total fights, three losses. Three losses. Mm. Well, he lost twice to Usyk, didn't he? Yeah. Um, mate, 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 just, just quickly, re- regarding that point, all these professional boxers just fight absolute crackheads for their first 12 fights. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. And that's, <laughs> they, that's they build up their record. And then, so, so I reckon you can probably take half of those fights that are like a, a, a genuine challenges for the lad, you know? Right, exactly. And then that's exactly. in a that's in a career which is arguably for Joshua sort of coming to an end. And you just think, how on earth have you like back in the day you got people having fifty fights each, yeah. <laughs> like just clocking them in. Yeah, well, two that's times. So Mike Tyson had fifty eight career fights. Yeah. You know how can, how can you call yourself an, a, a sportsman, an athlete, if you're doing your job? I mean, obviously they're training hard, but you're doing your job once a year. <laughs> literally, literally. Ob- obviously, oh. there's there, there's there's things which are like okay, maybe there's a bit of safety here, but you look at MMA, it's even worse. Well, exactly. That's where, that's and the they problem. get done. If 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 you look at Anthony Joshua, that was a bloke who considered himself to be the best boxer in the world for a point in time, right? Yeah. Had three belts for an extended period, but didn't really defend him against anyone. You know, no. shied away from Wada to have a unification fight time and time again. Mm. Shied away from Fury when Fury made his comeback. Continued to just fight Dillian White and Derek Chisora on the go round. And then this is where you end up, right? Mike Tyson had 58 career fights. Anthony Joshua's got 29, and he's already 34 years old. Mm. You know, the last five years of his career, no, was it six, seven? When did he beat Klitschko? Oh, 18, 17? Six, seven, 17, maybe. So whatever that was, since then, his career has come to nothing. Mm. What has he achieved since then? Yeah, I know. Seriously, I don't, mean that. I don't mean that in like a derisory way or anything. It's just like, it's just a fact. He's like, he had this amazing kind of breakthrough, upset, knockout victory. Mm. became the best boxer in the world and just sat on it. Yeah, and then went to fight people like Povetkin. <laughs> like, like, who is that? It's crazy. And then, and then, what do you end up remembering for? You remember remembering for the fact that he somehow lost to that Andy Ruiz chap who yeah, I know. looked like he'd been dragged out of the pub five minutes ago. No, no, no. no I'm pretty sure he was. <laughs> I mean, he should, he should be on this show, really, if you are, because he's spending yeah, all his yeah. time in a pub by the look of him. But Anthony yeah. Joshua somehow lost to that bloke. And then, all right, Great. rematch clause, got his belts back, popped over to fight Usyk and lost twice. Yeah, who was who, who literally just popped out of the cruiserweight division. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, he's this it's tiny fine. bloke who... Mate, he's not even fighting the proper people. I mean, Usyk's fair play to him. He's won because Joshua thought he was an easy pass. You know? exactly. And that's the thing, it's sad. It's like you take this bloke who had the chance to be this like generational sports star and... And he's done nothing in his career since 2017. Mm. Yeah. You know? Mate, it shows. It also shows that there's so many good boxers out there that if you actually uh, produced a, a method of getting them to fight regularly, it's, you're giving people like Usyk, who is just like a one in a thousand opportunity in the current boxing uh, you know, profession, that you're giving these people the opportunity to go and beat some of the best boxers in the world and actually fight at the top. Yeah. But it just happens so rarely, you know? Oh, that's crazy. It's crazy. We'll move on because I, I sense that that becoming a, a something of a rabbit hole if we 
with yeah. Roma for any longer. Um, I agree. I should imagine that the people are, are fairly clear on what our opinions are on that matter. Um, yeah. And uh, yes. Yeah. You ready? Wait, no, that's the wrong one. I'll, I'll, I'll tee up, mate. Yeah. Uh, um, right. So we 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 so we had a little 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 um, interruption there. The, the Zoom feed cut out, and they put some new clever rule in to try and stop us using free meetings to record our show. Um, but they can't, mate. They can't shut us down again. Um, so we're moving right along. Um, as you can tell, we're we're right up on all the irrelevant news, and and so on that note, we're um, moving on to another little news quiz, mate. I believe that is the the state of affairs. Mate, and 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 you got two last week. Two out of seven, mate. Better than your yeah. zero out of seven performance. Well, not not as good as my five. So well, uh, that was yeah. a fluke, mate. That, that was yeah. me trying to give you the answers to to save yeah. face for the show, mate. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. yeah. So so last time, mate, you had about five American questions, didn't you? And a Ryder Cup question. So so if you got two out of seven on that after being an expert in America, you know, <laughs> well, I I look forward to seeing what this quiz is about. You know. Right. Okay. Well, there's been a lot of important stuff this week. So there has been, and 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 starting starting very importantly, is yeah. about pubs, mate. <laughs> oh right. So we kind of need to get. To so, so the pressure is on. Yes, it is. All right. It's so two pubs. A, so two pubs a day closed for good in England and Wales in the first half of the year, according to government statistics. A right. total of three hundred and eighty-three pubs were demolished and converted for other uses between January and June. Which of these religions, no, not religions, regions. Careful, mate. Careful. Go to these... the religion these days. Yeah, I don't, I don't think many religions are at pubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, moving on. Uh, which of these regions lost the most? I'll give the options. London, Northwest England, or Wales? Oh, I hate right. Welsh. Right, well, it's important I get this question correct because it is. Um, it's in the name of our show, and to be fair, mate, if um, if pubs keep getting shut down, then I don't know when we're going to record our show. So, well, mate, this this might be this might be the public's only dose of of pub if they keep could getting be, shut down. Could be, so, mate. Um, so will be will be the standing force. I don't think it will be London because of tourism. Don't think, think the pubs in London are safe. Every time I go out in London for a pint, it's twelve pounds. So I think. I think with with a few of those sold a day, it, it, they're keeping those afloat. Um, mm. As you're reading the question, I was thinking somewhere up north. Mm. Um, uh, but to quote, to quote, I, mean, I was watching the In Betweeners with an American <laughs> mate of mine the other day, and it's oh, okay. when that scene. It's got me thinking of it when when Simon's like, "Oh, I'm moving to Swansea," and Jay goes, "God, I've heard it's well grim up north." <laughs> I thought you were going to bring in bring in the pub the the, the pub episode where he oh, walks in right. with an Australian driving license and goes, "There's my dude, mate." He goes, "You're Australian, are you?" Y- yeah, mate. Right, <laughs> come up. <laughs> Good, eh? Uh, I've heard it's well grew up north, mate. Yeah, well, luckily yeah. Wales is up north. <laughs> By that. Um, uh, go ahead. Uh, See, those are the two areas I would be deciding between, even if you hadn't given me the options. God, I hope it's London. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to go with the. Um, I'm going to go with Wales. I think the northwest or east or wherever it was drink enough to to keep those pubs afloat. Mate, I think Wales is a good shout. Here we go. Locked in. Oh. 
Seven pub questions, mate. I'll be writing. Mate, he's already he's already beaten my score. My last score, fair play to him. Yeah. Mate, fair 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 play to Wales, because you gotta sort yourself out, mate. All right. Because otherwise otherwise all the Welsh will have to be tuning into the from the pub podcast, you know? Mm. So yeah. maybe maybe they should keep closing down. Who knows? I don't yeah, really care. That'd do us nicely, wouldn't it? We'd get a bit of ad revenue. Yeah, it would do us well, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, mate, the next one's about sport. Good. Would you would you think that's your 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 area of expertise? Well, mate, I'll tell you what, if the first question's about pub, the second one's about sport, and the third one's about something irrelevant, then then we should be three for three. Yeah, well, it's actually about American sport, but unfortunately it's uh it's gymnastics, <laughs> which mm. I know is a which I know is a I, I know you're a bit of a gymnast. I'm not a massive gymnastics fan. My six foot six frame kind of did in my gymnastics career, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, mate. So is that it's about Simone Biles. The American Simone Biles became the most decorated gymnast in history as she won four more titles at the World Gymnastics Championships. Oh, good. Later. oh good, mate. Uh, in addition to individual and team all-round goals, which of these disciplines did she win? Okay. Is it is it beam, mm -hmm. uneven bars, mm -hmm. or vault? Well, mate, uh, from my extensive knowledge of women's gymnastics... I'm pretty sure she doesn't do the uneven bars because I think wow. a bit, I think Simone Biles is like four foot nine, and I think a little bit of length is helpful with the uneven bars. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, beam and vault are left. I was, gonna, I was right about to ask what it was. Yeah, I can tell you were struggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I don't get there, mate. Um, I've seen videos of her. The vault, I think, is that thing where you sprint up, sprint up, sprint up, and jump yeah, on something, yeah. and then do, and then land. And I've seen videos of her doing that online, on um, ESPN and all that kind of crap. Um, so I'm going to lock in the vault. So you think it's between... Ah, yes, it's not vault. It's, not, it's, uh... it's the beam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, mate, mate, you can, you can, you can... You can take one good thing from that, which is uh, your method of whittling down one is working. Send it is, just it is. send just one out of two. Yeah. So, mate, we we, we talked. GCSEs, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate, you uh, you did do well in those. To be fair to you. Yeah, I did, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, moving on, um, mate. We've we've been talking about bears. Um, I think John Fury will be looking to uh, battle one of these lads. Yeah, but um, the question. Number three, yeah. a defensive mother brown bear known as 128 Grazer was <laughs> crowned winner of Alaska's annual Fat Bear Week uh -huh. after voters backed her in the knockout competition. But which tubby teddy <laughs> did she defeat in the final? I can't believe there's a fat bear week in Alaska. But fair play to the Americans and Sorry, the beasts. I, mean, I mean, I know we don't we, we don't focus on on the most sort of interesting and relevant stuff, but fucking hell, who the fuck comes up with this? Oh man. Where did you find this, Charlie, mate? Mate, I'm keen to go up to Alaska for the for the annual Fat Bear Week. I will say, if the podcast gets big enough, that is exactly the sort of thing we should do. We should travel around <laughs> the world and see just unbelievably nonsensical, irrelevant events going on. 
Mate, I'm I, I'm I'm keen. We'll go to the cheese rolling as well. Have you seen it? Where they yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's always good. Bad, yeah, we'll go to that as well, mate. <laughs> anyway, the options are for for which Tubby Teddy did she defeat in the final? Is it the 480 Otis, the 806 Spring Cub, or is it? Are you ready? 32 Chunk. Oh, well, mate. <laughs> uh, on, mate. We'll get rid of one. I'll whittle down. What was the first one? 480 Otis. Mm, mm. What was the second one? <laughs> I'll name them all out again. 806 Spring Cub and 32 Chunk. Well, I think Spring Cub sounds like a youngin, mate. So I don't think that could be mm. a big chunky one, mate. Um, and I think Chunk is a bit too obvious, personally. Do you know what I mean? I think that's that's trying to catch yeah. me out. They're, they're trying to they've given me that option on the basis of well, he won't know about the bear fat bear competition. Um, right. Chunk, he'll go. So I'm going to go for Otis, mate. Locking mate, it. Br- brilliant, brilliant, uh, whittling down. Um, and it's the answer is 32 chunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mate, there's a picture of him here, actually, and uh, he is absolutely humongous. Oh, good. Good, mate. <laughs> and hence the name, which uh, if you if you thought about it properly, you might have thought Chunk. You know, he sounds pretty fat. Mm, there you but, go. Yeah. So, yeah, well, good, good whittling down. If, now I will watching. say, mate, we make this joke a lot, but if there's another podcast in the world discussing Chunk the Bear, phone us up, yeah. mate. I'd like to hear it. Maybe maybe <laughs> Pedro the Great's got a few. Right, mate. The next one's about, about Russia. You know, I know you like the Russians. Mm. Mm. I didn't know um, Russians yeah. existed after after last year's event. Matt, I thought we'd cancelled Russia. Mm, yeah, well, they're back and they're uh, back in the quiz of the week. All right. So uh, Russia failed to be re-elected to the UN's Human Rights Council following its expulsion from the body last April in the wake of its forces invading Ukraine. Seems fair, mate. Yeah, it does. It does. Actually. A serious question, this one. Yeah, mate. Not fair. Be careful. be be careful, mate. Be careful what you answer this as well. You know, you could you could make this could make this pretty dodgy. Anyway, speaking against Russia's inclusion, which country's ambassador urged UN members not to take an arsonist for a firefighter? Right. Just give me the options, mate. This will be a guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is Albania, Ukraine, or USA, mate? Which 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 country do you think said Ukraine? Let's not take an arsonist for a firefighter. Who, who's that's, got that in the locker? That sounds like Albania. something stupid. An American would come out. America, USA. Yeah, mate, you do know the Americans very well, and it's wrong. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's Albania. Oh, good. So right. yeah, sure. Yeah. Albania. Cheers. Yeah, Albania. Let, let, yeah. let, let, let's let's move on to the next one. One of the most ir- irrelevant countries going just to, decided to speak up in a UN meeting. Being yeah. part of the UN, he's probably. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone was listening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's probably been shut down by somebody. Yeah, yeah. Shut down. <laughs> mate, Albania, just, just get Albania. out of here. Mate. <laughs> just get out. He's Albania again. Fucking little bastard, Albania. Oh, mate, yeah. it's probably the only thing you said all year. Because they, they got a good result in the football the other night, though. So Who'd they, who yeah. they beat, mate. I uh, can't really remember, but someone. And um, <laughs> must, have been, must have been a pretty good result, that. Yeah, no, no, I look it up, mate. I look it up. I, I remember seeing this. To be fair, it must be a country. They're getting mentioned at the UN and they're, 
and they're winning football matches. Albania national football team. Well, they beat Bulgaria 2-0. Oh, mate, great result. Well, well done for our, to our no, Albania. actually, no. Yeah, no, on Thursday, on Thursday, they beat the Czech Republic 3-0. Yeah. So, actually, that was a pretty decent well, result. I remember, I saw something and I was like, oh, Albania, fucking hell. You know. <laughs> um, and Albania are currently top of their group for European Championship qualification. <laughs> oh, mate, the bloke in the UN will be just creating another quote ready for us, won't he? If you, if, I'm if sure you think about what you can say next about exactly. Albanian football. You know? oh my God, mate. What am I, one out of four? Yeah, yeah. Right. Average is looking good here, mate. Steady, anyway. Steady performance. Um, it's, uh, I know you like your wildlife. It's about, it's about turtles. All right. Uh, a, a loggerhead turtle, mm-hmm. nursed back to health after being washed up on a Scottish island, was released back to its home waters, mm-hmm. 1,700 miles away in the Portuguese Azores. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I pronounced that right. After which island was the turtle named? Aaron, Iona, or Sky? Um, can I have the? Um... I'll get mate. I'll, I'll I'll say it short bit again. After which island was the turtle named? No, no, Aaron... no, no, that bit I know. Where in Scotland was it? Uh, a Scottish island. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, yep, right, right there, mate. Well, if it's from the Azores, mate, as you excellently pronounced, um, yeah, there's no accent on it. I usually like to sort of work with the accents, but no, no yeah, accent there. Yeah. I I did it well. So, I think Aaron is on the west side of Scotland, and if it's making a trip up from Portugal. That's where it would get to first, because I think uh-huh. Scott and the other one are quite a bit north. So I'm going to go with uh, Aaron, mate. Oh, this is incredible! This is incredible. Yeah, it's oh. Iona. <laughs> yeah. See, the thing is, every time you do that, I know it's wrong, mate. It sounded unbelievable. To be fair, I always set you up before I've answered the question, <laughs> so mm. so I don't actually know what the correct answer is yet. So I just try and set it up, you know. Okay. Anyway, yeah. oh, I don't know how you do this. I don't know how you do this. Right. It's a picture of Gareth Bale on the front holding a Euro oh. 2028 UK and Ireland. Good. Uh, little poster. But here we go. The question. Great, great bloke, Gareth Bale. Oh. Yeah, she should have just paid for England, really. Shame, it's a shame he retired so young, isn't it? Oh, God. Yeah. Well, mate, funny, funny fact about Gareth Bale is my, my barber, um, my, my home barber, used to, used to cut Bale's hair. Back when he was twelve, before he got the ponytail. Mm-hmm. So, um, Cheers, so yeah, there you, there you go. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Anyway, question six. Great is, The uh, the United Kingdom and Republic of Ireland will host the twenty twenty eight European Championship. UEFA confirmed. Mm. Which of these football stadiums is not expected oh, to be the venue for any so matches? Mate, this is this is this is. I reckon this is ridiculous. Here you go, Everton Stadium, which I believe is called Goodison Park. <laughs> no, no, it's their new one, mate. Oh no, no, no! I should leave anyway. Old Trafford or Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? I think I think I I will give you my answer as well. See the thing is, do you know what's bothering me is is Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? I'm, I'm certain is being used. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
There you go. You've whittled down one. Well done, mate. Yeah. And then Everton are going to have a brand new stadium. So you would have thought that would be a good one to use. And Old Trafford's sort of falling apart. Mm. So the obvious answer here is Everton Stadium. But I think it might be Old Trafford. So I'm going to lock that in. I'm going to take the gamble, mate. I'm going to roll with the punches on Old Trafford. Mate, your reasoning is terrific. And Old Trafford is falling apart. And it's correct. Well done, oh, mate. Look at that. To be mate. fair, that, that is what oh, I thought God, because ev- everyone always says that Old Trafford is just an absolute, it's just wrecked. Dumb. You know? Good owners down there in Manchester, actually. Up mm, there. Great owners. I hope they never leave. Keep it in the family. <laughs> oh, mate, if you could see this picture, you'd be cracking up. Anyway, uh, mate, One, you're on two, two out of six. Two out of six. Apologies. Okay. And, um, mate, to match my average what, that's... across my two shows, <laughs> you need to get this question right. And to beat your 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 score from next week, you gotta you got to get this question right. So, big question here. You know, you talk about four out of seven sort of holds up the, the From the Pub podcast, but unfortunately, that's unassailable. Yeah, yeah. So, an amateur gardener God, from God. South Wales. How was the fucking professional guy? <laughs> hey, 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 don't nibble. All right, we got it's a Guinness Book Book of Records question here. So, well, easy. I know you like your records with with the cat purring. Cat purring, so, yeah, right. Yeah, an amateur gardener from South Wales was judged to have grown the world's heaviest cucumber. Oh, good mate. According to the Guinness Book of Records, indeed. But which other world-beating vegetable has Vincent? Jodin from Barry also grown. Barry, Vincent that's where my mum grew up, mate. Oh, mate, what Gareth yeah. Barry? Yeah, mate, that's also where Gavin and Stacey was filmed. If you remember that, that little uh, yeah, I, I, mate, yeah, well, well, cheers, cheers for that, mate. And um, one day, one day, the From the Pub podcast will go to Barry. There you go, Barry, <laughs> Barry, Barry Hearn, mate, good bloke. Oh, yeah, yeah, great bloke. Yeah. Might start calling the pace Baz actually. Baz, yeah, yeah. After yeah. Baz Ball, mate. Mm, indeed, who's not actually called Barry? But yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll swiftly oh. move on. I'll give you the options actually. Thinking thinking about that, um, the options are for what Vincent also grew in Barry, uh, aubergine, mm. the biggest carrot, or the is, biggest is the third option courgette. No. Okay. But if you want to put in courgette, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I won't be against that. And and the third option is the biggest marrow. Marrow, marrow. Fuck that. <laughs> oh mate, I scrubbed a lot of marrow actually. Uh, what is marrow? We're looking it up, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hope this is uh, edited out. Oh mate, it actually looks like a cucumber. To be fair to you, like a bit like a courgette. Yeah, it does look like a courgette. Yeah, it's, that's the answer there, mate. What an end this would be. Can you beat your own record? He's gone from, oh, he's done it. He's, oh, oh my God. Mate, there's a picture. There's a picture, right? This marrow has been taken on the back of like one of those vans that carry mm. broken down cars. Oh, really? Mate, it's a picture of, of this marrow taking up an entire lane on the motorway. Decent. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So I've telegraphed well, that, mate. Well, well done. Yeah. Three out of seven. 
we need to have like one of those top gear top gear boards don't we mate? Right. we should Starting get some guests to come on and, and, and yeah and well the good news for me mate, is i'm trending up i'm trending up whereas you're trending aggressively down yeah well know. i've actually got nowhere else to go down no <laughs> you've reached rock bottom already after two yeah. weeks yeah i have whereas but, I'm, on the, I'm on the up mate i'm on the i'll probably get four out of seven next week you know what they say about you know rock bottom the only way is up well, so technically, we're both rising. Don't tell, don't tell Sheffield United that, mate. No, no, I won't. Or Luton, for that matter. Although Luton are a decent side, actually. Luton are a decent side. They'll scrap some points. <laughs> <laughs> They'll scrap some points at home. You know, it's got to keep hold of the punches. Really. Well, that was the best part. Was I, I gave that take, and you were like pissing yourself laughing, and then they finally got a win, and it wasn't at home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you clearly know your football, mate. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Thanks, Luke. Yeah, Mate, any uh, any points? Any 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 things to to clear up before we before we before we end? Um, I did see one story that I thought you might have been interested in. Um, I'm sure I'm not going to be interested, but <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. It. Um, you mentioned about pubs closing earlier. Um, mm. I just saw this one thing. I, I kind of forgotten about it, but I thought I'd I'd bring it up. Um, there is a pub in. Um, I'm not actually sure where it is to be honest with you um, there's a pub somewhere um, where they had a quite attractive barmaid who they realised was attracting customers to return ah. and so they painted a 20 foot mural of her on the wall outside the pub <laughs> mate that sounds like the kind of thing that would have happened in like 1920 yep yeah, you walk um, past her. Uh, her dad owns the pub, so that's nice. Her, yeah. um, <laughs> that's, her dad, that's mental. Her dad had a picture of her drawn on the pub to yeah. uh, attract customers. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at it now. It's, it's quite a quite a revealing picture, to be honest, mate. Oh my god, he must be a good man. He must yeah. be a really good man. Yeah, um, and and he's he's immortalised his daughter on the side of his on the side of his business to try and attract custom. So for all those pubs closing in, in Wales, um, well, actually, putting a Welsh woman on the side of a pub probably wouldn't do much to bring customers. No. Maybe, maybe so, that. Well, you know, if you can't hear the accent, maybe it'd be all right, but, you know. Sure, in general. Maybe putting a sheep on the side of it would do a bit to get some, some Welsh punters in. You never know. Yeah, I could just put a picture of a Barry on there, whoever Barry is. Yeah, exactly. That's a good it, shout. It'll attract some customers. Yeah, or just a massive courgette as well. That'll do the trick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be oh, good, wouldn't it, mate? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, check that image of um, of a of a of a brilliant father painting his painting his daughter on the on the wall of a pub. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, good, mate. Yeah. I've um, I've just received the standard quality control text to tell us that the um, podcast is over, mate. Oh well, <laughs> that's a good way to end, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, know. You know, uh, do, do we end it now or do probably, we just, you know, probably wrap it up here, mate? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. go on, then take it away. Good, no, there's nothing, nothing much more to say. I think we've, we've caught you all up on um, the, the real important stories that have been going on in our world. Um, and we'll be back again soon. Uh, Monday, we should be back with you, and then we'll um, we'll have plenty more exciting news coverage to bring you over the remainder of uh, 2023. So excited for that. Please, um, if you listen, you enjoyed, 
or even if you didn't um like it share it five star reviews give us everything you can we appreciate it and we'll uh, see you again soon charlie yeah yeah well um no it's been a pleasure and um i hope joel wilson keeps doing his job yeah good old jolie yeah, cheers, cheers lads cheers yeah thanks Charlie. Mate. yeah cheers cheers mate thank you Cheers, cheers, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, yeah, cheers. Yeah, yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see you, man. Thanks.